Are you looking to be way more productive in your online ministry? Well, stick around because by the end of this episode, you will learn the small secret key to becoming a productive powerhouse. You've got a dream to glorify God and make your mark on the world. Maybe you want to grow a business, start a ministry, or become a better servant leader. Whichever level in life you want to hit, I believe that God's calling all of us towards something greater than where we are now. So join me as I document my journey to learn how to grow an online ministry in ways that are effective, biblical, and aren't stuffed with complicated religious or business mumbo jumbo. My name is Alec Hassan, and welcome to the Digital Ministry Mastermind Podcast. Hey, what is going on, Current Christian family? It is Alec here, and I'm here with a, another episode. I was actually watching, forgive me, I was watching some YouTube videos. Yep, I should be in the gym right now, getting a little workout on, but I stopped to watch a YouTube video by this uh, YouTube channel. Oh, it's called Game Maker's Toolkit. It's a YouTube channel. This guy reviews the process of making video games, and okay, what does this have to do with being productive? Well, I was watching an episode where he's actually breaking down his own process of creating his own video game. So you might be thinking like, okay, but still, what does this have to do with ministry and being productive? Well, the thing that he was talking about in this episode was how when he was a kid, he tried designing his own um, like mobile app and he was putting in all these hours. He was like, oh my gosh, I've got this great idea for a game. I'm going to combine this this concept of of exploring Egypt and this sudoku style type of puzzler so you have to solve sudoku puzzles basically to attack these enemies he thought it was a fantastic idea he's going in he downloaded this app that allows you to make apps in the app store really really weird uh, very very meta but anyway he was doing that coding it he was drawing the designs he was like oh i'm gonna do pixel art he's researching how to do pixel art and he's like, oh, well, for the app cut, for the like the app icon, I'll make this. And then he's like, well, what should the name be? He's spending like a week figuring out the name. And he's showing all this stuff and it's like looking really, really cool. And he even went ahead and fully coded it out. So it's like totally playable. And as he's playing it, he's like, this is so boring. <laughs> like it was fun at first, but it's just like you can only do so much when the game literally is just solving Sudoku puzzles in order to attack enemies. He's like, there's, there was no depth. There was, it didn't matter if it was you were fighting a mummy or if you were fighting a venomous snake. It's like, what you do is still the same. So he was like, well, crap. That was a lot of time and effort put into just figuring out that I made a boring game. And I think we have that happen a lot in our own ministries. I've seen it with pastors sometimes. They're like creating this whole entire sermon series. They're feeling so fired up about it. And then when they go to present it, it's just like crickets, like no one's interested. And it's like, oh, wow, I really thought that this message was going to really like get people fired up, but then it doesn't. Or people are trying to write a book and then it gains no traction or they're making a YouTube video and it gets no views or they create an online course and it's just no one is wanting it. I know I've had that happen uh, with writing the Planting Your Purpose book. I was doing this like sale where I was giving the book away for free. All you had to do was pay for shipping. And then after people would pay for shipping, then they'd be presented this offer of like, hey, do you want the online, do you want the digital version of the book? You know, you know it comes with videos and worksheets and this and that. And I thought it was going to do better than it, than it ended up doing because for some reason, yeah, I mean, it might have just been the copy, like how I was telling people about the course but 
for some reason, not as many people were getting it as I thought they would. And I was like, darn. And anyway, so what, what Mark Brown, the guy who was doing this, this video making, this video game making channel was explaining was that when it came to the video games, video game designers get so many great ideas for video games. But what it comes down to is the game design. Like, how does it feel when you're playing the game? And everything else like art and the music and the story and the title of the game and things like that. Like, that is built on the foundation of what the game design is. So if the game design is off, the whole thing is off. If the art style is off, you know, you come out with an update or you just make it look different. You know, there's not too much... You know, you can just change that very quickly, but the game design is the foundation of the video game being fun or not. Because if, if the game's not fun, no one's going to want to play it. It's not going to gain traction. So similarly, when you're creating stuff, you just want to do... Well, you want to do what... You want to make what people actually want. I mean, you know, like, no, duh. So how do you figure that out? Well, when Mark was going through his journey of making these video games, he found that, like, by starting with just the game design, you know, there's no fancy character. It's literally just a square. He runs on a platform. He's jumping up and down. Like, he stripped it down to the such bare bones that there was nothing else to be distracted by. It was just, how did the game feel when you played it? And you can ask yourself that same thing. Like, if I had to strip down everything that I'm trying to do, that I'm trying to create... You know, not focusing on the title, not focusing on the on the color scheme or or the clip art or whatever. Like if it was just bare bones information, like is this what people actually want? And there's actually a term for this called M M, like as in mom, VP, MVP. And it stands for minimum viable product. And businesses do this all the time. They just create the bare bones of the thing. You know, it's a it's a broom that has a um, a sponge on the back of it. And it's like, no, that's it. You know, it's just a broom with a sponge that they just super glued to the back of the thing. And they try to see like, OK, is this functional or not? Like they're not working on the branding and the marketing and then having the guy like this, the slap chop guy where it's like buy two and get one free for two ninety five shipping and handling. What is You know, they're not work. They're not focused on that. They're like, it's a broom with a sponge. So let's just get some duct tape, get a sponge get a broom from the dollar store, slap it together. Let's see if it works. And, you know, you got to just get some duct tape to just slap together the thing that you got <laughs> that you want to work on and just get it out there as quickly as possible. In fact, the course that I, that I made was basically birthed out of making it a minimum viable product, which I'm so happy I did because the sales that it got, it was pretty good. People do enjoy it. But it's just one of those things where, like, logically, after buying the book, you know, not a lot of people were too interested in getting the course for it afterwards. And with the minimum viable product, literally all I did was I contacted, like, a bunch of, like, dozens of people. And I was like, hey, I'm writing a book, and I want to go through the content online. Would you be willing to just be part of, like, a 30-day small group? You know, each day, like, literally all you got to do is you just go on Facebook. It's going to be in a Facebook group. I'll have a video there. You just watch it. You know, I'll be, I'll go live some days, other days it'll be pre-recorded. Are you down? And out of like the 20 or 30 some people, I think like only five said, okay. And then of the five, literally only one guy was consistent with everything and God bless him for 
like actually watching and commenting on things because I probably would have just gave up on creating this stuff. But that's what I did. Each day for 30 days, I would just create the content and just get it out there. And based on like the feedback, um, I used that to like make subtle tweaks. And the thing that was cool is by the end of it, I had 30 videos. You know, I had the course created and I basically just used that to then just make the foundations of the course that people would, were getting after they bought the book. So don't get bogged down with all the crazy details. If you wanted to start a podcast, for example, don't get bogged down with, well, what's the microphone that I'm going to use? What's the studio setup that I'm going to have? Because literally right now, I am talking into my iPhone. You might be able to tell from the audio quality, but you know when it comes down to it, it's basically about the content and the personality that's going into the podcast that you're creating. And in terms of studio, I'm laying on a hotel bed. I, you know, I, I, I'm not in my apartment right now. Um, my fiance and I are out and we are at a hotel and I'm laying on a bed and I was watching a YouTube video and I got struck with inspiration. So I made this video and you got to do the same thing in terms of just like getting things out there. I actually had heard from a lot of people well, a lot of people, a couple successful people that when it comes to making products, especially things like information products, you have to, at least they recommend, you got to make content daily, not only to just, you know, get some recognition, but it's mainly to develop your voice and get your footing. Because as you start making more content and you get more familiar with the things that you're talking about, you'll begin to see like, okay, this story that I shared Eh, not only was I not feeling it, I could tell other people weren't feeling it. Or you'll be like, oh, wow, yeah, I just had this idea, this this thing that happened today, and then you begin sharing it, and then you get feedback where people are like, wow, that's really awesome. Or maybe you're sharing a story, and you're like, oh, man, I got to make sure I remember that story. And it, it, it's mainly to help develop you, while also getting content out there and trying to build up other people as well. So long story short, just get the bare bones of the thing made get it out there. And in previous episodes, I've talked about this concept of do it crappy, you know, set the standard where if it comes out crappy, fine, because the goal is to get it done. So as long as it's done, and it's at least crappy, if it goes below crappy, you know, you might need to make some little improvements, but the goal is to get it done. And if it's slightly better than crappy, fantastic. But by setting anything higher than that, you're just setting yourself up to be in this procrastination, um, and, or <clears throat> it's called paralysis by analysis. And you know, you're just tweaking and you're making small adjustments and you're trying to get, or another term is perfection paralysis. You know, you're just, you want it to be perfect so it never gets done. You lock yourself up in a room and you're like, I'm gonna make sure I get this thing done perfectly at the end of 30 days or I'm never coming out. And then you know what ends up happening? You end up coming out of the room but then the product never comes out. <laughs> so get it done. Just get that MVP, set the standard for just do it crappy and don't get stuck in perfection paralysis. Cause I tell, I'm telling you when you get that small thing done, you'll be able to make subtle tweaks. You'll get in the state of flow and then bam, you'll be able to, it'll, it will reveal itself to you. So thank you so much for listening. If you got hit with any type of inspiration or motivation at all from this episode, then I invite you to, to subscribe and share this episode with some friends and family members. And if you can remember to rate this podcast, it would really help out. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.
Are you a Christian leader looking to develop the skills needed to maximize the fruitfulness in your daily walk with Christ? Do you want to overcome the burden of not living life to the fullest and fully step into your God-given calling? If you do, then you should get a copy of my book, Planting Your Purpose, a 20-day guide to discover God's calling. It's not just another devotional book. Planting Your Purpose is your 20-day guide that will provide you with the strategies, tools, and insights to turn things around immediately. You will learn how to avoid the top five mistakes Christians make when pursuing their calling in life. You'll develop more joy in your walk with Jesus and unlock the secrets to mastering integrity. And by the end of 20 days, not only will you know your calling, but you'll have an even greater sense of fulfillment and confidence in your life. Everywhere, Christians are raving about this amazing new guide to discover their God-given calling. Get your copy by clicking the link in the show notes or by going to plantingyourpurpose.com. That's plantingyourpurpose.com.